Welcome to another episode of the Custodial Care Podcast. My name is Kiralee Dawn and I am sitting here today with Auntie Rose Walker, who was such a key part of the Mail Flood Hub, and I'm so happy to be sitting with you here today. Thank you, Kiralee. It's good to be here today. Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us who you are? Yes, I'm Rose Walker. I'm a Bundjalung woman and I'm originally from Tabulum where I grew up as a small child, but moved to Lismore at the age of 10 with my grandmother. And Lismore's been my home. I had my children here, and my children had their children here. And so we'll go back a year to when the floods happened. Yeah. And um, when we met at the Mail Flood Hub, and I'm wondering... What do you remember on those first early days? How did you first come to the, the Mail Flood Hub and how did you first get involved? Oh, that was, um, I've been through many floods in Lismore and experienced them all. I remember I was, I think I was eight or nine years of age, lived in Gandarimba when we had the 74 flood. But as kids, we enjoy every little bit of it. <laughs> Didn't see the fear of it all. But to experience 2022 flood, that was a very scary time. And it, um, it touched me. I felt so emotional when I seen my town of Blismore. The effect that the flood did to it. And it's nothing but put tears to my eyes. And I felt in my heart that I wanted to do something about it. I wanted to do something and help somewhere, but I didn't know where to start. So I started yarning and talking to people, you know, is anything going on? Is anything happening to um, help those that's been affected in Lismore? And someone just mentioned, oh, could we males doing something down there? I said, oh, great. And I thought, well, I'm going to go and check it out. So I jump in my car and I head down the Korea Mail and, wow, to see the movement, to see everyone working together, to see just that old feeling of coming together. And it's, it actually put a smile on my face. Do you remember what it looked like in those first days when you came down <sighs> at that point? Because it was pretty early on, I think. Yeah, it. like I said, I, I had to drive around the CBD where, where, where I can drive 
and it's just brought tears. Just um, seeing, you know, the shops, to see the amount of, you know, how it destroyed every shop that was in Lismore and homes especially around the area. It was just devastating, so devastating that um, it was hard to take in and, and to see that never thought this flood would do this much damage, especially with all the other floods that I experienced and seen. But this one was just unbelievable. It's just like... It, it, well, I can say one thing, that that Sunday when the rain was coming and it was still coming and it was just keep coming down and... But you, when you experience the rain in Lismore, you think, oh, it'll stop soon. It won't, you know, it'll go away. But I was in casino, my auntie and I, and we was travelling back, and it's around about 11 o'clock that Sunday. And driving through Wairala Road, we was driving through waters and thinking, that was strange. And I felt the stranger said, this is not right. I said to my auntie, I said, this doesn't, this is weird. Wairala Road is the last thing that, the, the, if it's going to rise, it's never going to rise around here for much, much later on. And we was driving through water. And I felt there and then it, it was a, um, it wasn't a good feeling. Something, something big was going to come out of it. And yeah, it's um. So it, just that little experience, I thought I'd just share with you. But you know, just to drive around of the town of Lisbon, my home and everyone else's home that lived here, into the, how it was so devastated, and it uh, it touched everyone's heart. But it's just like when I heard that. Karima was was doing something to help those that needed to be helped. And I thought that was great. I thought it was wonderful and I want to be part of that. I want to be part of that, helping those that needed to be helped and that was so affected of the flood. Mm. So, yeah, I came down and... Do you remember that for the, your first day at the Yeah, Karima? it was like coming, jumping out of my car and I seen a group of it was tents and heaps of people were just near in front of the um the flood levee. Yeah, the levee yeah. itself and I thought I I just started asking I wanted to come and volunteer and who I needed to see and I and I think it it might have been you, darling. You know it's a while ago but I, I believe that it was it was you that I spoke to about coming and doing some volunteer and yeah, just um, I'm willing to help out with anything. And um, you said, well, aren't you go and see where you, where you want to help with and who you want to, you know. I said, yeah, just just go and do it. And that's what I did. And I walked up these stairs and and you explained that the, the shops was upstairs, the hop shop was upstairs and, you know, the, the food was all happening there. And, yeah, and 
we had the the down in the garage. It was everything was just full on constantly. Everyone here, there, and everywhere, and there was um, so much um, support were coming in from trucks and car loads, and and it was just like ah, oh. but it felt good. Mm-hmm. It felt good that um, everyone was here. That was all. We all shared that that feeling of giving and helping and supporting and and um, yeah. So it was uh, it, it was it was good. And it was such a saving grace for us when you came, when you showed up, and then you know went and said, "Yeah, I want to go help in the op shop," and went up the top there because I remember at the time it was just piles and piles of donations because mm. they were coming in so fast. Yes, and we were just filling up these office spaces, the floor that didn't get flooded. Yes. And you really helped start to, the auntie of the op shop, you just started to organise things. Yeah, well, at first I uh, there was the room downstairs and there was already plenty of bags, garbage bags, zip-up bags was already there and I thought, well, I may as well co- I'll start here, sorting them out, what is good and what is not good. And just hopefully that we can put things in the hoarder that they can go upstairs if they're coming through. So I'm a person that likes to get myself involved and um, and speaking to those that was upstairs and letting them know what I was doing downstairs and um, if it's too overwhelming with all the stuff that they're quite happy to bring them in here and you know um, that we can do some sorting and. Let it be a ground place that people can still come and have a look if they can't manage to go upstairs. And so I just started putting things in order, mm. you know, clothing, shoes and other things that was there and just making it in another space that um, that people can come in and see what they need from there. So, yeah. yeah. That was the thing too. We had, it was, you know, any, anybody who needed anything would be coming upstairs mm. up into the op shop and you were often, often one of the first faces that a lot of people would mm. see when they were coming up. And Yeah, well, it's, um, you know, everyone didn't really know where to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they've seen me there and others that were coming into the room where we was because they wouldn't have to see us. And if they're wanting... Um, to know where the actual op shop is, we'll always, you know, tell them that it's upstairs. All the ladies that's working there will help you whatever your needs and, you know, what, what, what your needs are. And, um, yeah, so it was sort of like a, um, I was there to give that information out just to help those that was coming up to needing clothing, shoes. And also you had the medical room that was mm. next door. And, you know, the nurses there. And um, so it sort of like got to the stage where um, I keep looking at the bigger room across, mm. across the hall and noticing that and asking the question, is this room sort of ready to be used because of the damped? You know, yeah. and all that stuff was happening. And this room was the, on the first floor. And yeah. It was one of the ones that got completely inundated with yes. water. So it had been sort of gutted and stripped bare. Yeah. It was um, all the things that needed to be done for it to be usable. So I always asked the question mm. is it ready? 
he said, um, you know, they're saying they don't have this and um, it could be ready soon. Because my vision to looking at that room, I seen the op shop there. It was there. Because I, I thought of the, the older, you know, the elders that were walking up these stairs and there was a lot of stairs to walk up. Mm. I thought about them, you know, and knowing that, yes, there's a few stairs coming from the ground up to to the first floor and that, but they what they had to do is go to there. But everything just started falling into place. I started asking questions and getting the whole K from, you know, yourself and there's Ella and there's um, um, others, um, Naomi. Just would it be okay for me to start, you know, to, I don't want to tread on anyone's toes, but the op shop will be perfect there. It, it just be so convenient for everyone, um, especially, you know, to know the ones that's been traumed, that's been, you know, been traumatised from the, the flood and what it would affect their mind, and you know, and I just felt for less pressure and stress mm. that they can just come to a a room like that that's bigger, more spacier. And, yeah, so all these feelings and ideas that I had and I just felt like I meant to have them because, because of the need that that we needed to provide for Lismo. Yeah, and we were so happy too because we were like, yes, aunt, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Oh. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah, and that's that, that was the best thing that I had some support. I had so much support from you guys and, and you know, and everyone else that come from near and far that um, just come and say, aunt, do you, what do you need me to do? Um. And I, I said, well, you know, we need to clear this. We need to put tables over here. We need to sort out this here and we can put this. And everyone was just great. The support, even the armies when they came in mm-hmm. and taking notice of a black woman. Wow. <laughs> I gave the order, but they did the job. So yeah. it was just like, um, but they were all, everyone that came through was so helpful. Um, just, ah, the feeling was just. Wow, you know, it, it was just, I don't think I'll feel that as everyone coming together and just working together and our purpose, what we was there for. Yeah. It was a really good, good, um, good feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone just sort of jumping in and doing whatever you need to do in the moment, hey? Yeah. It's just like everyone was just like they was on something. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop, it is like, but it's just like I said back then, it was the old feeling of it all, of what Corey Mail have done. And their heart, each and every one of us, we put all our heart in it and then, and we felt, we felt that those who, who, who suffered and, and, and the lost, we felt that. And I think they gave us that extra energy to do what we needed to do for them. And just knowing that always wanted to do something so, so positive for our community and to know that we, it's not a high, it's we, we did it as a team, mm. you know, and meeting meeting people from 
up north, down south, out west. It was just like to come so far, just to come and help those, you know. Yeah, people came from really far away. Well, far away. And, and help for a week or two. Or oh, it was just absolutely days. beautiful. And meeting them all and, oh, it's hard to explain or feel. I mean, the feeling was just absolutely wonderful because we all work together as one. And um, that doesn't happen to me often. To be part of a whole community or those that was shared those moments and, and that coming together, it's, yeah, I, I just felt my heart has opened wider mm. to those that was so affected. And, yeah, and it's just like whatever I got here in the shop from, they got it. They got it and... There's times that I, I know some of the questions you can you can ask those to say how you are today, see that the highs will start getting teary. Well, all I can think of is just going and get a you know give him a hug, hmm. and say it'll be all right, it'll get better, you know it'll get better, and that's all I can say it'll get better. But you know for me to to reach out to those that needed to be thing it's. Bless you. <laughs> yeah. Bless you and having you you here for that. I mean, yeah, and you really were one of the people who was there every day talking with everybody because they're coming into the shop and mm. telling you what they need and what were kind of some of the kinds of things that people were needing, you know, when it first happened and then maybe sort of as time goes on. Because oh. we got lots of donations. A lot, a lot, you know. Um, some of the, they couldn't think what they wanted at first. They had to give them time, but clothing was number one. Towels, um, you know, and mothers that needed nappies and um, milks and blankets and sheets and everything. If we had three big garbage bags, or not garbage, but just stripy bags to give to those, they were full and they will leave the op shop with them. And if they couldn't think, I would ask them, do you need more towels? What about sheets? What size sheets you need? Um, we have some other things that you might need, toiletry stuff. We had plenty of them. What do you need? Just, you know. So the team that worked with me on the, on the floor was a good team. It was a good team and um, we worked together pretty good. I didn't want to make out that I was the main, you know, I want us to all, for us to know that we all work together and we all communicate together and that we are a team and that's our teamwork, you know. So I appreciate those who work with me and and we keep in touch and they're really good friends still today, you know. And um, so, yeah, um, like I just said, some it takes them a while to even, you know, to answer what do they need. But, you know, if they couldn't, I helped them just to make some decision what they need. And, and that's what we're there for, you know. That's what yeah. we're there for, yeah. Yeah. And you're really helping sort of everybody in the community too. Yeah, well, you know, it's um, I've done my share of working in the community over the years. My heart was always about community. It's always about our kids and and as young mothers I was 
at the time and knowing that we're needing something. So I've already had that experience. So I knew that working with Career Mail, I knew of the needs, even though there were different circumstances, but the needs were still there and it was um, of making making those um, that we can provide for them and that they can walk away with something, not with nothing. And and it always gave me a smile. I can always leave at 5 o'clock, could be 5.30, 6 o'clock, every day, seven days a week to leave the op shop, but knowing that, you know, um, that we, we did help those that needed help and they could feel good about yourself, you know, and still wake up with a smile on your face and head back down there again. So it was, um, you know, yeah. it was uh, very, um, it's hard to explain the, the, the feeling that to keep wanting to keep going back because. I feel like I remember, I remember at the time we would, you were one of the naughty ones that would be like, you need a day off. Mm. <laughs> and I think at first it was to go to church. Yes. And then you were here seven days oh. as well. Yeah, well, you know, I, I knew. giving, I, giving, giving. Exactly. And when I did make the time to go to church, you know, and, and always in, they have night service and they had the day service. But when I did have that time before, it caused of the, the, the old um, Karima was shut down <laughs> for that Sunday. That gave me the opportunity to go to church that morning. Um, yeah, to share to to those at the church that, what you know, what I was doing. And I, I believe that. God has blessed me to do the things, what I did at Career Mail. He has gave me the strength to do what I needed to do and um, I was blessed for for the work because I know that from um, <sighs> that I was sent and I know that was laid upon my heart and to go and, and help those that needed. And I just... Thank, I just thank the Lord that gave me the strength to get through it all. Yeah. And I shared that, you know, um, and they thought it was wonderful. There was other moments that we had to deal with things and stuff, but that's something that, yeah, that was um, it was um, sort of uh, like dealt with at the time. And mm. But the old purpose that we was all there for and what I was doing at that op shop was about those that those that it was affected. So, you know, and it wasn't just all about Lismo. We had others that mm-hmm. came from Korokai, that came from Woodburn, that was affected. So they all came and um, travel to get yeah. to get to get that support and and they have found and they were so appreciated for the support that Kurimal has done to them and they still thank Kurimal today. So, you know, for the support yeah. in the op shop, in in the kitchen. And, um, you know, providing down where the food bank was mm. and all that food and stuff. Yeah, it's... It became a full operation. It was it? a full... <laughs> but it was very organised and... Um, I'm remembering too in those early days when we were like, we were also doing a lot of drop-offs out to communities, mm. Mm. Um, to smaller communities or ones that had been cut off, the roads had been cut off, things like that. And I remember we'd be like, Right, we've got to get 
got to get a load out to Tabulum and we'd mm. run upstairs to you mm. and you'd be like, how many children? Yeah. And we'd get the nappies ready and we'd create yes. all these big bags with yes. all the different clothes. Yes, and even um, I think the early cop there was even volunteer to mm-hmm. do some drop-offs because you couldn't get through. Yeah. And just to get them all organised and um, get them all ready and packed, yeah, to be sent off. And that was already happening before I was I, I started and um, which there was a lot of drop-offs were, were thing and but whatever that still needed and even those for them to come through, to get mm. through, to drive to Lismore and knowing that they, yeah, but they always um, drove away happy and pleased that whatever they needed, it was here at the Kurumao, you know. Mm. How did it feel? Like how did it feel to be up there in the op shop and to be helping the community out and... It felt wonderful. It was felt that what I had to give, that I gave it. And um, oh, it's hard to describe it sometimes, what the emotional, that, that feeling. But it's like I was already prepared for it. It's like I was prepared to do what I had to do. Because every ideas and every suggestions that I gave, everyone thought, that's great, auntie. I I think that's great and let's go for it. So it's like I was sent there. I was sent to the Curry Mail to be here to do what I needed to do, to show my compassion, my love, my, um, you know, to have understanding and just be that rock from when they walk in there to know that, you know, that I understand, that I understand. And it was a lot of work, mm. swapping, changing this and changing that, and I'm terrible at that. I do that in my own house. But it's a good thing because you're changing a lot and you're making it better, yeah. and that's what we needed to do to make it better. And, yeah, the op shop got changed around, and lucky I, I had a lot of good strong men then at the time. <laughs> to um, move the um, shelves that was given. It was wonderful when the shelves came in. That was just, wow, yep, all that there is for the linen, all that there for the kids, the the children, and it was just, like, beautiful. Um, So everything just fell into place. Everything that needed to be in that op shop and for those that needed it, it's just everything just fell into place and it was just absolutely beautiful. All I can say was fantastic. The Koori Mail have helped their building for those that needed it. And to know that I was part of it, I feel I feel proud to be representing the op shop at the Koori Mail in that times and to work with those that gave their 110 support on the days that they were here. That came from near and far, especially the, mm. the the people that travel a long way. That just gave all their energy and and um, yeah, it was just. To sometime I sat back and just look at it all and just see how it was just a great feeling. And like I said, when we come together and we all work as work together as one, gee, we can do some brilliant things. And that's with white white, you know, black, white or brindle. 
but coming together. And that's how it should be. And I've always felt that then times that Lismore had to connect one day and I felt, and I thought, I kept, I kept talking about it a couple of times. This might be the start. This might be the start. I know that the flood has came in, but I could have stayed in my house up in Ginelaba where I wasn't affected. But I said, no, you know, I needed to go down there and I needed to help those who needed, who needed help. And I needed to be part of that because this is my children's home here. This is where they're born and bred in Widjibble country. I'm not used to with the Bible, just Widjibble. Um, and, and their children, my grandchildren. So I needed to be part of this this um, healing process, the um, support person, uh, the support pro um, person to be, to be with the rest of them. That's helping those that was affected big time with the flood. And um, it's not about black and white. It's about us as human beings. That at the end of the day, we all bleed the same color, and that. Uh, that we needed to come together and work together for for this town, my home of Lisbon. And I thought about my, my children and grandchildren. I had to be there for them because this is their home. And But, you know, at the same time, just being helping. I got a big heart. <laughs> and, um, yes, you do. Yes, and I... I um, I've always showed that in this community and yeah, but yeah. time will tell, time will tell. It's still healing, it's more still healing and those are still healing of the tragic that they've been through and, um, yeah, time will tell yeah. that Lisbon can be strong if we all come together and unite as one, you know? And, and what does it mean to you to be caring for your community? Because I feel like... You've lived a lifetime of it? Community, yes. Oh, that's a bit of a story. <laughs> we can be here all night. <laughs> but I I feel as, you know, coming when I came to Lismore and um, experienced a lot of things here as kids. We couldn't go and swim at the bars as one of them. Um, and we used to all stand at the, at the fence and looking at, looking at, um, all the white kids swimming in there because we wasn't allowed to go in there. And as kids, you don't take a lot of it in. And when you grow older, you, you start feeling, well, why didn't I? And when we did get opportunity, <laughs> we had to be scrubbed out with like some soap is like sand soap or whatever. And it was just to for us to allow to jump in the pool, and that was yeah, it was that wasn't good because all of us kids we lived in Gundarimba, was growing up in Gundarimba before we lived in um, in Ginalaba, and we moved there and it was good times in Gundarimba. I loved that little mission. Mm. It was always I would class it as my number one mission, as. The one I come from, I was reared up in my family connection with 
But in Lismo, I felt as a young mother at the time that we don't get out there enough to do something for us. We're always armed looking after children and doing things what we have to do for children where the dads are, oh, they're free to do what they want to do. They got their football. That's always their thing. But I, I felt then as a young mother that we needed to do something. We needed to look forward to doing something, you know, and we was all good at netball back in the primary school times. We was good at netball. And um, I started our first career team yeah. in the netball association. We was called uh, Curry Dubois and um, we was all young mothers, just all our little ones. But I felt then at the time that we needed to do something for us. The men's always got their football. What what we got? No, stay home and just be there with the kids. And it was it was good. And that sort of inspired me to knowing that I had a compassion for community. I had a compassion for us as young mothers because we don't get out there enough and do things. Yeah. And, um, and you're an organiser. Oh, I think I was an organiser. Yeah. I was, <laughs> it was a part of me because I've been connected with family, like just with my family, and I was always the one to be involved in doing this and doing that, saying this and that. But I had to learn as a young mother too that I had to speak up mm. and I had to, if I wanted to something, I had to ask for it. And that's one of the things that my grandmother said to me, I'm not going to be around forever. You need to stand in your own two feet, girl, and you know you got to learn to speak. And that was my, that was my, um, that was my lifting up. And it was scary because I had no education. I couldn't learn the, the the education, the men's uh, white man's education. I couldn't learn that. And um, but my life education, my life as what I had to do and where I had to come from to be where I am today. It was a lot of struggling times, a lot of struggling times, hurting times. But I've always been a fighter. I always get back up and knowing that I keep walking forward and um, and what I had to do for me and I had to do for my children, I did it. Yeah. And, and what has this taught you about how to make change in your community? And how change happens? Well, that's a hard one. But to me personally, it's about coming together. It's about connecting. We as the Aboriginal family, more from this town, and it doesn't matter where we come from, but we live in this town, we got to come together. We got to acknowledge who we, who we are and who we connected with. And it's sad that one of the things with the organisation that I've started, Curry Works Inc., we call it Curry Works. In every sports that I had out there, kids, adults, I always got a family involvement. I've always had them out there with different names. Last names, I mean, last mm. names. To let us all know of our community that we can come together, we can play together, we can come together and, and work and make this community a better place. So that was my thing. Mm. And to see those kids out there playing and and it was just it was just wow. 
the talent you're seeing, it would just blow you away. I wish I had a video camera then to, to all these moments, and but I didn't, you know. I was just ongoing to make it all make it all a ride for the kids in, in, in the sports that we was involved with, you know, as our own club. And that was a big, biggest beautiful thing that I felt. We wasn't no one else's club but our club, as our own club. So, yeah, it sort of took me back then and I tried to do things over the years and get myself involved in this organisation, that organisation, even with their land council, to ever say what, what's needed and what, what should be happening in our community. I'm, I'm a person that um, I, I want to give, give something. I want, I, want, I want life to be better. I want goals to be set for our kids that they don't go the same pathway and be in that same cycle. I want to be, I, I was always a part of this to break the cycle. And I've seen that cycle kept going because you didn't get enough support. Who am I? I'm just a, a mother and just wanting to make life better for my kids, but for all of our kids in this community. But I'm not no educated person. I'm not a person who has a name um, in an organisation that people can look up and say, you know, well, we need to listen to her because she's working at that and she must be so whatever. But I'm not. I was just a, a mother with a heart. And um, and to see those kids go down that same cycle, my fight was to not make that happen, to make better life for them and to have us as mothers to all come together and support. So I'm in that, back in that power again and I want to make it happen that my grandchildren or their grandchildren don't go down the same pathway. So, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. And I feel like I'm in the right place now with the right people and beautiful people that's, that's willing to support and help to make these changes and break this cycle while I'm still breathing and I'm still, I still can walk and, um, and my heart's still ticking. I want to continue and I feel I won't stop until that cycle is broken. But it's it's happening. It's happening. You are changing. You are breaking the cycle. And mm. like you said, I just love that you, you know, how do we make change? Well, we do it together. we got to do it together. we all got to come and, you know, everyone's got to understand it's not just your family and it's okay with your family, but it's other family that's out there that you're connected still with that family. You're still, we're still family doesn't matter what our last name is. We are still family and we need to all reach out and help and stop the cycle, you know. I know it's there to do what needs to be done, but you can't do it alone, you know. we all got to work together because it's not only our children are going through that or our family going through the, the situation, and I will name them the drugs, alcohol, imprisonment, and um, we all, black, white, or brindle, we all from our community is going through that. And it's time that you can't you can't rely on some organisation because they there to do a certain job and they there to do it um, from nine to five. I don't know, but 
but we're doing it every day because we're seeing it, we're living in it and, you know, experiencing it. I just, I'm just ready for the change, change that's better for our kids, especially my grandchildren now and others. I've got plenty that respects me as nanny and respects me as auntie out there, you know. So they're the ones that's wanting help. So, yeah, I've got a couple of plans up my sleeve what I want to do this year. And um, one of them is that I'm a nan. I've been wearing up my grandchildren over the years for a long time. And I want to start a, a nan and pop group, supporting group, because we're the one that's doing it again, second time around. And we shouldn't have to be there, but we are. And we're needing help. We're needing support. You know, so that's something that um, we're reaching out and this group is going to be, what can you give us to keep us going for our grandchildren? What support that you can give us, you know? And... um, because if we don't look after us and we don't get the support for our children unless our grandchildren are in the system and that's with DCJ, then we'll get support mm. or we get a little bit of help. But when you're not part of that and you want to save your ch- grandchildren from them, we don't want to be part of that stolen generation. We want to keep our babies with us and that's where they're... But we need support. We need help to keep us going and to care for our grandchildren. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to doing. And that's one of the things I want to name too is that, you know, you were out there seven days a week for five, six months helping us with, you know, being such a big part of the Corey Mail and then going home and looking after your grandbabies as well. Yeah. Well, one thing I, um, with the, you know, when I haven't got the, I'm strength to cook anything. I always, the kitchen was always there to help out. Always coming up and saying, Aunt, you want to, you want to take some of these out now for you and the kids? And, you know, I was right. That helped me. My, that cool. made a big difference, I yeah. tell you. And, um, yeah, it's just, what can you say more about it, darling? You know, that what a wonderful experience that I've had working with a beautiful team and got to know you and Ella. It's just like we're bonded and I and always, um, you know, finish, finish leaving and walking away and just going back to my life. But I always had a phone call or a message, how you going, auntie? And I, and, and I respect you and Ella so much of just thinking of me and knowing that, you know, I wasn't forgotten even though I left the, left the, you know, being part of the duty of care that I had with the Curry Mail, and I and I love you both for that. We love you too. <laughs> we love and respect you so much, and yeah, you just. I wish people could feel you, who are listening. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that they will. That you just you just feel like a big warm hug. And a big warm embrace and I'm so grateful that everybody in the community got to experience that mm. from you when mm. they walked through these doors in their biggest time of need. Yeah. Well, um, 
I'm glad that, that I got to know them too and to know that I've never met them even though we lived in the same town. Never met them or crossed them, cross, you know, cross pathways. And but to know them, to know that who I was, and that, um, and I got to know who they were. That we just, you know, um, there was just a, it was a, a good connection for those, and I and I still see them sometime, and even went into their shop and. And they'll always say, oh, you know, still thanks for me just helping them out and providing for them when they needed it, you know. And so it's like, it's, I'm just, all I can say is just, I'm just glad what I did. I'm just glad that I, my heart felt for those who needed it. And that I and someone gave me the tick that, you know, gave me that, that Kareem Al was doing something and for me to come down and do it to help and just be part of the team. And that's what we was. It was part mm. of the team, a damn good team that we um, did what we did. And everyone had their jobs and this area, that area, upstairs, downstairs. and No one telling anyone what to do. No. It was just yeah. No it was just like... We talk about it. We communicate it. We um, just support. We used to support each each other in you know, and a lot of trust, eh? Trust, mm-hmm. and that's it, you know. And I didn't know I was going to take a big responsibility at the op shop, but it it happened. <laughs> it happened, and um, yeah, that and you rocked uh, it. I did what I did, and and I'm 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 happy that I was yeah part of this whole great team that we had here and and meeting those that came and supported and helped and yeah it was just wonderful thank you for following your heart and coming down here you've blessed us all and thank you for yarning with us today oh no um well I couldn't say no to you darling (laughs) and if it's something that I needed to share and needed to what my old experience was working at the op shop and Working with the old team of Korea Mail, and yeah, it was just wonderful to come and share that with you today. Yeah, thanks. So. Okay, no worries, darling. <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsors, Healthy North Coast, for supporting us to put together these stories so that we may share our experiences with all our community across this nation. <laughs>